Hey guys, welcome to the FPL Juice Juice Bar, where we catch up with our juicers, the correspondents from the respective clubs. We are joined today by Mo, representing the Mighty Reds, Liverpool FC. Uh, he is Trophy FPL on Twitter, if you guys want to give him a follow. And of course, Stephen Brogarth, the Everton juicer. So we've got a bit of a Scouse rivalry there today. Um, so you'll be able to follow him at Everton juicer on Twitter. And of course, Roberto Hollis, which is, is it at Yellow Army, is it? It's at Roberto Hollis 9. At Roberto Hollis 9, close. So, <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> don't you have a really complicated like title though? Isn't it like... No, it's, just, it's just FPL Yellow Army. Oh, I don't know why I got so confused with that. Well, anyway, it's a pleasure to have you all with us. Guys, how are we all doing in this international break? Good, thank you. Good, good, good. Yeah, decent. So let's, let's have a little... Uh, optimistic tough. self. Yes, Stephen. Well, even <laughs> when your team has won, here. even when your team has won, don't, you don't can't manage down, to be positive. Steven. Don't bring us down today. So I guess let's let's start with uh, Mo. Let's start with Liverpool because um, and that was a tough game, obviously against Chelsea. Uh, but mm. Salah, kind of the asset that everyone wants from Liverpool, still did the uh, did the business. How? What what did you le- what did we learn from this game that we didn't know before? Anything, or is it kind of a case of it was just a tough game and and, and, and we're still good? Yeah, I think exactly what you just said there. To be honest, we. I knew Chelsea were title contenders and it confirms that we're going to be there or thereabouts as well this season, to be honest. So, yeah, not much. We learned, I think, I suppose, more about Chelsea than Liverpool. The only thing I would say about Liverpool, what we learned that day is uh, Elliot, young Elliot. Oh, yeah. Thrown into a big and, yeah, he was outstanding. He definitely seems to have um, Klopp's faith. I saw, I saw an interview they asked about him and he was absolutely, you know, buzzing of, yeah. of, of how well he performed. I guess it's just, it's always that, that one with him where you're just not as an FPL asset, you're probably not not going to be uh, investing in him just yet, not but yet. obviously a great player for the, for the club and, and certainly one for the future as well. Um, what are your thoughts? I've seen a few people today talking about dropping a uh, Salah um, potentially to squeeze Ronaldo in and stuff like that. I think that's insanity myself. Um, also, I just saw a comment from Chris Irvine. One of the key things that's come out of Liverpool in the last uh, 24 hours is, is news of Firmino's uh, potential injury and obviously what that would mean to, to Jota, I guess, as, as an asset. Have you got any kind of news on that? Uh, no, basically, we, we've heard it's not as bad as people think. We saw on Twitter earlier on people saying two or three months out, which... It looks like a grade one hamstring, which I don't see it being more than three weeks, if I'm honest. Three to four weeks, mm-hmm. he'll be back. So FPL-wise, you've got two-week international, and then he'll mostly miss the next two fixtures, I think. Okay. That's about it, yeah. So I don't see... So Jota, for the for two game weeks, is going to become an option, and there'll be a big, you know, woo about him to jump on. And it, it, I can see why, but it won't be for long before Firmino's back. Yeah. I guess with the, uh, with the Ronaldo impacting Greenwood that kind of makes it a, an easy switch for some people yeah but you, you say yeah you say that about Greenwood but I can't see how Ollie can drop Greenwood at the moment if I'm honest with you mm. I know he's got a luxury and so much talent but when I watch Man United he to be honest he looks like the first player on the team sheet for me now we know Ronaldo of course you know what he is so he starts but 
there's got to be a place in it for, for the young Greenwood at the moment. I can't see him. I know normally the youngsters, they're the easy ones to drop. So everyone's looking at Greenwood and thinking he's going to be shifted to the bench. But no, nah, surely he still plays for, for, for the next upcoming game weeks. Mm. I hope so. I've got him in, got him in my team and have done since game week one. I really, I really do hope he stays. The, um, I guess the interesting thing is with Solskjaer, who was like a player that was always happy to be on the bench, even when he was performing incredibly well. It's like, it's always a bit of a worry because you think, does he expect everyone to be content to do that? He but, might play him out wide because he played out wide the previous game, didn't he? Yeah, 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 back, on the left. So yeah, 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 I can yeah, see yeah. him playing out, especially yeah. with Rashford injured. Let's see. Him and, Any... Uh, yeah. I was just going to say, Mo, any any transfer news coming out of Liverpool? We've we've been on air tonight, so I've not really looked at anything. Any last-minute kind of rumours or anything going on or your business all done? I'll be honest with you. We're, 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 a bit, we're the main of the transfer window at the moment. We ain't got we ain't got much coming in. I think we've done our transfer with uh, Canute coming in early in the transfer window. At the moment, it looks like nothing, to be honest. If anything, outgoings. But yeah, it's looking a bit dry for us, to be honest. It would have been nice to get one more in, especially when I'm looking at all the other big clubs bringing players in. But yeah, I, I think that's it. I think we're done, if I'm honest with you. You've tied down Nat Phillips to a uh, long-term contract, I see, as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm happy with that, to be honest. I think all of the fans are really... Yeah, it is. It really is. Yeah, he's done really well last season. Having said that, I don't know if he could still be pushed away on loan, to be honest, as he's the fifth... Mm. Defensive. We saw rise with young Williams went on loan today, but yeah, yeah, I'll be happy yeah. for him. Today. Yeah, he's he's, uh, he's certainly a certainly a good uh, a good player. I know he's I know he's not as young as as, as uh, some people think, but I definitely think he's going to be a good. And obviously, centre backs have a bit more. I'm surprised no one's well. no one's gone for him. He's definitely oh, linked with people. Be, yeah, yeah, I thought you know someone like Burnley. Mate, if I was Brighton. Arsenal, if I was Arsenal, I'd be like he's exactly the sort of player. I think, I I think he turned Arsenal down. I don't blame him. I thought Brighton I thought Brighton was going to be his, where he'd go with them um, selling Ben White to yeah. Arsenal I, I thought he would be tailor made for them yeah I'm, I'm quite surprised See, like, maybe just like you know enjoying his time got got part of the team seemed to be part of that team like in terms of the camaraderie as well seeing him celebrate with the team last year when they were doing well towards the end of last season yeah. you know I think it'd be, obviously we forget they're real people as well sometimes you don't want to up sticks and move 300 miles down the other end of the country you know you just you're enjoying where you work and, and seeing your your people yeah. you get on with every day and you're comfortable and you know maybe that's enough uh right I think go on sorry sorry just to add to that i think it could be us asking for too much money as well knowing how we run our club i think him and Origi. i think i, I kept on reading that we're asking for too much and clubs they don't want to pay it yeah so we, I, we, we would have been willing to sell if the right offer come in I actually like Origi. I'm like one of those few people. I actually think he's a decent player. No, genuinely, I'm not saying. I think he's a decent player. I've, every time I've watched him play, I think he looks good. I can't understand. He'd <laughs> <Yeah, it's, it's, laughs> be great in FPL if he played Everton every week. Yeah. <laughs> he's not. Um, positive yeah. vibes there from Posi- Stephen. <laughs> so let's ride <laughs> the wave of positivity over to that bottom uh, right hand side of the screen where we see the Everton juicer, Stephen. Now. <laughs> Notoriously positive, but you beat Brighton two nil away. Calvin Lewin scoring again. You've got to be happy, surely. Talk to me. Yeah, look, no, it's it's Damari Gray as well performing. Yeah, yeah, it's been a surprisingly good and good start to the season. And 
has only ever seen Kane. They managed to they managed to suck the joy out of that with the transfer window. Uh, Dominic Calvert Lewin gets a thigh injury, so let's get in Solomon Rondon, uh, which we're all jumping for joy about. But you Demari said you Gray said this about like, you said this about Townsend and Demari Gray. I remember on our, on our I show together. Nah, I said I said I said Demari Gray could. Sh- could end up being a very shrewd bit of business. Andros Townsend, I still think, is ridiculous. Um, he's been good for you, right? I hope to be proved wrong. Been all right. I tell you, he's been surprising. Is uh, Iwobi, bizarrely? Oh, yeah. um, who, yeah. yeah, I don't know what's happened there. Um, look, we've we've had, we still haven't been able to get our best eleven out. Um, we still haven't had Ben Godfrey available. It looks like no one's willing to to get uh, to pay Hamez's salary, so he'll be staying. And and the reality is, he he is class. And if we can find a way, even if it's from the bench or whatever, and if Benitez can find a way to utilize him just a bit, he you know he's an incredible player. Um, but we haven't seen him so far this season. Uh, the, the big concern for Everton fans is we have one recognised left back and one recognised right back, and the right back's thirty five years old. Yeah. Um, so we're very surprised we haven't seen a, a full back or two come in, and we and we let a young left back go out to stand at the age today. Um, but FPL wise, I mean, Damari Gray for me, I said it last week. At that price, especially now with Lukaku or Ronaldo, if you're going to try and get three of the 12 million players into your team, you're going to have to be looking at players around that price range. And I don't think there's a better option uh, in midfield than him at the moment. He does, yeah. He does look. He does look like he's going to be a definite, definite option. He always looked great at Leicester. To be fair, when he got when he got game time, he looked good. Um, And obviously, he was hyped, wasn't he? As one of when when he went there in the first place, he was kind of coming through, and people were expecting massive things of him so yeah Everton could be just the uh, just the move for him he's still um, only 23 you know yeah exactly that's what I mean he's, he's, he's definitely got um, still a load of a load of potential to come got a question here for you Stephen from Chris Irvine mm. um, if James can just bring it back I think it was how nailed is Alan three starts out of three assists at just 4.5 as well is he going under the radar um, it's, I, I said this about a lot of people were chatting about Takore as well, but I think they're looking at the price and not looking at Everton games. And those two have probably are over the last year and a half have probably been our best two performers. Alan's been an amazing signing for us, but from an FPL point of view, he's not, he, he doesn't chip in with goals or assists. Mm. Uh, and neither, neither does Takore, especially with the way Raphael has us set up, which is, you know, we're playing two up top. We're playing, I mean, it's 1996. We're playing four, four, two wingers getting, getting crosses into the box, but which we don't mind the ball's going forward a lot quicker than it was under Ancelotti. Um, you know, the, the Leeds game, uh, and I, I don't know in the UK, if are you guys still able to watch every game and they all televised still, yeah. or now that fans are back, have they, Three o'clock, removed, the three, like o'clock's three o'clock kickoffs. Yeah, three o'clock's on. Yeah, so so we get to see a lot of football in Sweden, and and the Leeds game was one of the most entertaining games so far this season. It was it was a great game of football, um, 
which is kind of all we want, especially given the window we've had. The expectations now compared to Ancelotti bringing in Alan, James Rodriguez, um, you know, Benitez bringing in Townsend and Gray. The, the expectations amongst Evertonians are much lower. So, so the bar he needs to hit is keeping this kind of entertainment level up, which if he does that, I think, I think we'll be a-okay. Um, yeah. Although a bit concerned about DCL's injury. So we'll see. Yeah, I was going to mention that, actually. Is there any kind of news on that? Because I'm definitely eyeing him up. I want to I move Danny Ings out. And to be honest, I'm thinking to go without Ronaldo at this point. So he was always, in my mind, I was always going to bring in DCL for, for Ings anyway. But the injury's not come at the right time, really. But what what's the latest? Is it kind of... Um, he's perennially one of these people that always seems to have a yellow flag on him, but then plays every single game. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I think there might be a little bit of, hang on, you were at the Euros, Richarlison, you were at the Copa America and the Olympics. Can we just keep you here for this one? Yeah. I think there might be a bit of that, to be honest. Um, but, but yeah, he's, uh, from what I understand, we're talking he would miss a game week, mm-hmm. maybe. Um, so... I said I said before ball was kicked, you know, he's he's great to have if as a long term solution. I genuinely think he'll score twenty goals this season and I think I've seen changes that. Yeah. Um especially now especially now he's on pens as well. That's uh, a big thing. Despite yeah. Richarlison trying to wrestle it off him. But yeah. Um <laughs> that was the, and, and and the thing as well, obviously you were talking about how a lot of a lot of the balls are just going into the box from, from two wingers, but if you've got Someone like Richard, um, so if you've got someone like Calvert Lewin, isn't that that's what you want, right? That's what he thrives well, it on. Makes, it, it, makes it makes Richarlison a really interesting differential because he's playing down the middle now. Mm-hmm. And Richarlison is better in the air than Calvert Lewin is, in fairness. Um, it's, it's a, I don't know, it's not much talked about, but Richarlison is fantastic in the air. Um, better than Calvert Lewin. I think so, yeah. Really, I've never, he, no, he like, he, I've never noticed him being that effective in the air. But he doesn't, he doesn't necessarily have the same leap as Calvert Lewin. But I'd, I'd, I'd guess he would have probably scored a similar amount of headed goals as Calvert Lewin. Mm. Um, yeah, it, it's it's just one thing you don't really notice about him, um, and it looks like he's not going anywhere this window either because there was a lot of speculation over the last couple of days that he might be out the door. Um, but we managed to hold him. And, and as I said, through the middle now, I think everyone's problem with Richarlison in FPL has been he is a midfielder that's listed as a forward. Yeah. But yeah. He, he is a forward now. Um, well, so far, he's been playing as a forward. So so we'll see. But I think either one of those two will, will, will do you okay as a long-term, as a long-term uh, forward. In my draft team, I've got, as you know, I've got the Everton. Uh, I've got them both. I've got DCL and Richarlison in my draft team, haven't I? So let's hope. Let's hope you're right. Um, someone who would have seen a lot of Richarlison is obviously uh, Roberto at Watford over there. So, mate, how's it all going? How are the uh, How are the mighty Hornets holding up? It's good. It's good. I mean, we're in a state of mourning right now because our main man, our captain, leader, legend Troy Deeney, has left the club. I know. Um, you're, you're down to twenty five players now <laughs> yeah it, we had to get these kind of players out it was inevitable we got our transfer business done really early and 
We had aging forwards at the, t- at the club. Andre Gray as well has gone to QPR. So it's a sad thing. You know, Dini, 12 amazing seasons at the club, 11 years, and he's he's gone through a lot. You know, he's been in prison. He's come out of it. He's been a leader. And, you know, he's just been amazing. Our fourth highest all-time goal scorer. And it's so sad to see him go. But, yeah, from that kind of transfer point of view, there's not been a lot going on because we got it all done so early. So talk to us, right, who is the nailed Watford striker now? Because there is so many and it's getting really confused. Uh, is Dennis, right? Is he mm-hmm. someone that uh, obviously a lot of people bought him? In, I mean, he started the season with a goal. And a, maybe that's uh, seen a people jump on him a bit too quick. But is he someone that's going to be worth keeping in? Or is it, do you feel like Sars really the only one in the Watford team that we should be targeting? Well, it's interesting you mentioned this because I actually had Saar game week one and then I saw him in my team blank against Brighton. I thought, that's not ideal. And I had him for that Spurs game going into game week three. And I thought, actually, looking at that fixture swing from game week four onwards, you want to own either Saar or Dennis, I'd say. But with Saar, it's always a difficult one because he plays on the right and he's always that player we go to for the attack that we've kind of go through stages. We're on the counter all the time. We're always putting it out to Saar. With Dennis, though, he does drift a little bit so he can actually pull off the marker and he's not always pinned and targeted like the fullbacks usually get to Saar. So in that respect, Dennis is actually a little bit more versatile and he looked so good in the first game and certainly against Tottenham. You know, he was taking on players and dribbling at them. So I think Dennis is actually a man to go for. Obviously, Saar is the main man, but as a differential, Dennis, you know, he's that great enabler. If you want to have a Lukaku for game week four, with, you know, Jed Steer probably going to be in goal then you can get that Dennis Enabler for the bench if you want to bench him. But I think against Wolves, he could cause some damage. So all in all, to answer your question, Nick, I think Dennis is the most nailed forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Pedro, when he comes back, will certainly have a lot to say. But on that left-hand side, I think it's probably going to be Ken Semmer until we switch uh, with a bit more of, of Kucho Hernandez. And then on the right-hand side, it's, it's his Ismail Did Dennis play through the middle against Spurs or did Josh King? Well, that's the thing. Josh King made his debut against Tottenham and Dennis switched out to the left. And when King came off uh, and Kucho came on, Dennis actually went to a four, more central role and Kucho was on the left. So I think Kucho is probably more comfortable on the wing, which means Dennis is more comfortable up front. But you, you don't necessarily only see one of Dennis or Kucho starting at one time. So that gives Dennis a lot of versatility. But I think his better position right now is actually on that left-hand side because as we saw against Spurs he was just getting down the byline and, and causing problems um there's one player that I'm gonna say and it sounds like I'm taking a piss but I'm not I genuinely think is Musa Sissoko yeah is Musa Sissoko the best 4.5 option listen listen right I've had In a lot game, of people potentially. like I had a lot of people asking me this, and I'm like, okay, Mo's laughing already. You've got to think about the, <laughs> <laughs> like the 4.5 options, right? Eves Basuma, he's going to play, but a goal is like one in a million. Josh Brownhill is Burnley. No, no offense, Burnley fans, but we don't really want to go there. 
And then this is Watford we're talking at... about. Though. Hold on, you yeah, can't knock yeah, down yeah. Burnley <laughs> on the basis of no, no, no. come on, come on. <laughs> look, look at the right. start of play. Look Watford in the Super League. Right. Yeah. We're, we're, we're playing on the counter attack, <laughs> and Burnley are playing four four two every week. That's, There's that's nothing wrong saying, with four four two. Yeah, ask Stephen about yeah, four four Stephen two. about four four two. No, but on a serious note, Zoko is such great value at four point five because. He's every gonna week gonna play unless we get an injury to him. And yes, all right, he's playing in almost that decore role in the defensive midfield spot. But he did have moments with Tottenham and especially with Newcastle. He actually can push further forward. And the thing with Watford is we've got a lot of defensive midfielders right now. So Domingos Kina was rumored away uh, with a move away and looks like we've kept him. And he's really our only player that can play that number 10 role. Mm. And we've all got a lot of defensive midfielders. So actually, you don't have to have Suzoko in that defensive midfield role. You can have Jurai Kuka, who started the season really well. And you can also have in that defensive midfield, you know, really strong um, midfielder of Peter Otobo. So actually, we can see Suzoko play further forward. And I think he's certainly viable because he, he has was in the, the France team four years ago, wasn't he? It, was, it wasn't that yeah. long ago. You know, and in the in the Champions League team of the season for Tottenham, you know, not not too long ago. So he can get attacking returns if he pops up in the box at the right time. And I just think watch this space. The other thing I was gonna say was Backman, right? He's getting a lot of stick as the goalie that people have chosen. But actually that Spurs game showed that Watford are gonna soak up pressure and actually when opposition teams are taking shots, he's gonna be making those saves and seven saves hopefully I think is a sign of things to come, especially against these, you know, better teams coming up. There could be some chance of points. Okie dokie. Right. Now the big word of the day, right? It's not, it's not clique. It's not beef. It's Ronaldo. What are yeah. we saying? Mo. Yeah, I thought it'd be wild card. Wild wild card. Card. Well, potentially wild card. Well, I don't know. Ties the two. He's the one are, making I, the. It's the question. It's the question I have for everyone on here because you're all way more experienced than me. Um, no, no, it's wild a wild card or not wild card. The thing is, I think it's too this early. This happens every season. This happens every season. I'm like lulled into an early wild card, and I just think the fixtures this week. I, I looked at the start of the season. I was like, yeah, Wolves have got great fixtures. Arsenal have got great fixtures. Leeds have got great fixtures after game week four. But off the back of Arsenal Wolves starts, I'm not that thrown towards it. And I think Ronaldo and Lukaku, of course you want to have them, but maybe just go with one and don't wildcard. Maybe take a hit. Take a hit, yeah. I agree. I'd, I'd back that. I wouldn't wildcard yet. Three gay weeks in, we, we still don't know that much. Yes, Ronaldo is Ronaldo. We know this. We, 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 he's going to bang goals in, in, in a quite an attacking United team. But to wildcard this early, I'm not comfortable with that, me personally. I've seen a lot on Twitter activating it and going for it and I mean, you know they might be proven right in the long run but for me it's a big no I think we just spend think... all summer planning like to have yeah. a strategy yeah. and then what's the point of ripping it all up in three weeks just and you know having said, that, though, having said that strategies in FPL don't mean much if I'm honest you need to be able to adapt and 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 change with the with what's going on and and someone like Ronaldo is someone worth responding to so mm. I'm not saying don't bring him in but to wild card, maybe you just said a minute ago a minus four could do it. Just, yeah. just yeah. bring him in. It's not that bad. I've wild carded. Have you? Yes. Oh, you actually have. Yeah, I've triggered it. 
See, I do it every year. I normally do it in the first few weeks. I think I've seen enough. I think if you've started, I think like how I feel, I've started well for once. Normally, yeah. normally I'm kind of it doesn't normally go this well for me at the start. So because it's gone well, Enjoy. I'm a bit reluctant to change things. Yeah, exactly. Surely you don't rip it up if you've kind of got. Yeah, that's what I mean. I'm quite. I'm quite happy. And a lot of the players that people are talking about bringing in on a wild card, other than Lukaku, and I've already got them. Do you know what I mean? I'm not. So that's why I don't want to. You know, I don't need to do it just yet. I'm going to hold. I'm going to hold tight. But yeah, there's still a lot of football to be played. You think about last season. Look at the players that started like a train. You know, first three, four game weeks, and then we didn't see them for the other 34. So you can easily make a snap decision, but. Some of them still, it's so difficult, isn't it? Sometimes you get those players that just keep it up and people think, oh, he'll never carry on. Like DCL started last season. So how many people were just waiting for him to stop scoring goals and he never did? Like, yeah. But sometimes we, we rush too quick. So with Lukaku, for example, it's a nice shiny new toy. He's playing against Liverpool at Anfield. Mm. People that were bringing him in, I almost saw it as a disrespect. I was thinking, what, do they think he's going to bang goals in? <laughs> I don't know where they were going with that. I was like, he, he ain't going to do nothing. I was laughing when I saw people bringing him in. I was like, "This is excellent." Don't get me wrong; he is going to smash goals in. We know this, but it's just the hysteria. Oh, he's here! Press the button. Well, yeah. He ain't going to score a goal. Oh, so the, the other question I, I see a lot of um, these world cards. A lot of the drafts I'm seeing, basically, they're in many ways taking Bruno out to bring Ronaldo in. Yeah. Whereas I'm looking at it as if I was to have. Aren't they going to be the Son and Kane? What, surely, why would Bruno's numbers drop when he's got the chance to set up Ronaldo? I guess the penalties the might. Penalties. Know, but yeah, you're right. He could. I mean, Ronaldo having having someone finishing those anyway, right? So having both. Yeah, but he might. If you've got both, I mean, if you can afford to have both, potentially that can. You've be... got then you've got to drop Salah. Yeah. That's this is my yeah. question. Well, well I would never point. do I mean, that. You have to choose between Bruno and Salah. It's got to be Bruno going. Hundred yeah. percent. Because Salah at least Salah will still Ronaldo. be on penalties. Yeah, Salah will outscore Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. I'd a hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. And that's why for me, twelve and a half is so much money for for Ronaldo as a forward, especially. Like it's it's it's, it's so much money to tie up. I'd much rather have Salah at twelve and a half as a yeah, midfielder. You know, it's never yeah. he's and, and Salah will play. He's scoring a hat trick on debut though, isn't it? Yeah, he's got a great record against Newcastle as well. Everyone's like, oh, the last time he played them, they got like three goals, I think. I'm seeing people like triple captain in him and stuff. People screenshotting like triple captain for Ronaldo. I'm like, calm down. He probably won't even start. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. He'll probably come on for a one point. I hope hope that happens. I hope that happens. (laughs) Just for my own sanity. For not, for wanting to like justify. I need to, I need to feel, otherwise I'm just going to be like everyone else. I'll be, I'm like, going for it. Just go for it. Are you, go, are you yeah, getting straight in, are yeah, you? Yeah, I'm wildcarding. I'm, so who are, you, uh, who are you dropping then? I'm uh, dropping Ings and Kane. Oh, Kane. Oh, do, not, do we not think Ings could be, could be fixture-proof? Uh, he does pop up with the bangers, and obviously he's on penalty. He can create a goal out of nothing. He's got some tough fixtures. But I just think DCL, like Steve, over a season long, I can, you know, Aston Villa don't look like they are creating anyway Nick without Grealish you know maybe Wendia once he settles in a bit more but for me you've got a lot of players out you've got to have one yeah, of DCL one, or Ings yeah. 
And yeah. well, potentially neither if you're now going to go up to Ronaldo Lukaku. So I don't think that Ings is. I think Ings got, is a great player. I think but... like D-Cells, they've still got some good fixtures. And then Leeds, uh, after the Liverpool game, they go on a really mm. nice run as well. And Bamford at 8 million, he's another. another yeah, option. I think he's cheaper at the minute. I think he's like yeah. 7.9. I think so he dropped. It, yeah, after the Liverpool game, they've got a nice run of fixtures. So. But yeah, I've, I've gone for it. For me, it's not just about the strikers. I know we're talking about Lukaku. I was just looking at the stats and, and what I've seen, the eye test. And especially Chelsea defence, you know, the way they defended 10 men against Liverpool, they're going to be very hard to score against. Mm-hmm. But who from that defence? Who? Who would you pick for FPL-wise? Aspileta. I think, okay. I think at 6 million. I think he's captain. Um, he'll either play at centre-back or on the right-hand side now with uh, Reese James gone. Um, and Christian, I think he's quite good value at 5 million. At five mil, I think. Yeah, I think he's decent. Yeah. yeah, I think he's going to play a lot as well. They I think Aspilicueta at six is quite a lot, yeah. to be honest. So again, Reese James is one of the main reasons why I don't think I will wildcard because I really want to get him in, but there's no point doing it while he's suspended. I think he's really well priced the way he started this season. Yeah. Do we think that Rudiger is overpriced at five point five? No. Well, I think he's he's another one. He's he's going to he's going to be solid, isn't he? He's going to get solid defensive returns. He's going to play a lot of games. Um, so I think he's at 5.5. I think he's he's really well-priced as well. I just think they look really tight as a defensive unit. And yeah. as I said, seeing them against Liverpool, I don't know what you think, Mo. I, I didn't expect them to hold out all of the second half. I, uh, I honestly thought, I was a bit upset we didn't get the three points, but watching the game back again after... Chelsea are just a unit. Defensively, yeah. they're they're immaculate, mm. and like you just everything you just said there, I'm, I'm nodding to it because you're right. They're, they're, they're not going to concede many goals this season. Few could have withstand. We had that 15, 20 minute period where we bombarded them. They, they couldn't yeah. breathe, and they just defended everything. They're, they're yeah, they're solid. They are solid. I, that's personally what I would if I was going for a defender, I'd go Christensen just because if other than Reese James. Alonso is not, you know, if, with Ben Chilwell, we got to see what happens there. But you're just going for the clean sheets, aren't you? So for five million, well, now Kounde is not signing. He becomes an option, a real option, you know. Who? Sorry, Alonso. No, no, uh, Christensen. Oh, Christensen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because uh, is it uh, is it the athlete? What's it called? Um, Kounde was meant to be coming in, wasn't he? And yeah, that's yeah. yeah, he hasn't. Yeah. So yeah, he, that means surely he becomes a real good option. Yeah, I think five million is great. I mean, for for someone like um, for Aspilicueta at at six million, there's there's some other you know you got Diaz, you got Cancelo potentially with attacking returns as well. There's other kind of options if he's if he's playing as a centre. If he's playing right back, fair enough. I think he's going to create some chances and stuff like that. But I think as a, as a centre back, he's quite a lot of money, even though that Chelsea yeah. look to have the best defence in the league. It's, it's going to be a flip of the coin between him and Rudiger. Yeah, mm. I think he's 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 five and a half. So yeah, yeah he, presume Thiago Silva's not. I reckon. Not he, I, back. Think, I think he's going to be more Champions League Champions games, League, maybe. Yeah, I think he's going to be more yeah, Champions it's... League. I just think Chelsea just looks really, like like Mo just said, a unit. And you know, are they worth going double on the back back line? Fair Possibly. Enough. So th- th- it's not just the strikers I'm looking at. I'm just that there's an, there's enough information now to kind of go okay, which which where can you go? And before the prices start to rise, because Lukaku and Ronaldo will rise, so you've got to oh, bear, yeah, that sure. in, bear that in mind as well. For sure. Yeah. Um, right, guys. Before we go, just want to run through. Obviously, it's a little bit, little bit ahead at the moment. Obviously, we've got international break to get through first. But Mo, 
Leeds away. Um, that'll be the Sunday afternoon game. What What do you think? Any sort of uh, predictions for us? Obviously, Leeds not having the best time so far. Yeah, Leeds, Leeds look like they're leaking goals, to be honest. And I, I, I see us scoring good good goals there. Salah Yeah, yeah, more than likely for me, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm actually being serious. I know a lot of people are talking about whether it's uh, Bruno or Ronaldo against Newcastle or maybe some other options. Uh, I'm, I'm considering Salah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Would you go Would you go Salah over Lukaku against Villa? Especially if they haven't got Martinez in goal. That's a tough one. I, I don't think I'm going to have that pressure so I don't think I'm going to own Lukaku. But if I did, you're right, that will push me to... I, I think I'd still back, back Salah. Yeah. yeah. The way Leeds play, they're so gun-ho and toe-to-toe. Salah's going to be 1v1. I fancy him to run past one and get a goal. Mm. Yeah. I was, I was I was hovering over Greenwood, but actually I just think Salah's just so reliable. He's just it's, the consistency is ridiculous. So I think, and like you say, the Leeds are conceding goals. I do think I don't I do think he's a safe bet. Yeah, the way Leeds play, they back themselves. They don't they don't park a bus. They're gonna they're going to win that game from when the whistle blows, which gives our attacking players, if anything, Klopp prefers that style of football. Yeah. where the team goes toe-to-toe. Heavy metal so football, isn't yeah, it? We'll, <laughs> it is. It really is. And we'll be ready to punish them, to be honest. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Look forward to that one. Uh, Steve, Burnley at home. What are you predicting? 1-0 loss? Well, you know, it'll be tight. It'll be 0-0, uh, 72 minutes on the clock. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then the marquee signing comes on. Salomon Rondon. <laughs> Scrambles one over from a corner. Goodison erupts. A new hero is born. <laughs> um, nah, I think it's interesting you're talking about the, the heavy metal football. That that's one probably the most noticeable difference of Everton so far this season is we seem so much fitter. We are pressing way harder than we have done over the last couple of seasons. Um, I've seen a bit of Burnley. I think I think Burnley. I think Burnley might struggle this year. Um, I. I, I fancy us to 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 get a decent home win. And you have a, uh, you two, have a very nil. you have a very good manager as well, don't you? Yeah. Um. From from what you hear from the players, <laughs> I mean, look, 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 I was talking. Go on, Stephen. Say it. I was, Go on, to, say it. I was talking to I was talking to producer James today. I coach an under nine boys football team, and I'm basically giving them the same tactics that Benitez seems to be giving our guys. But what, what, what you're hearing from players is, is really, really positive. Um, and, and I think one of the important things is, I think he's looked at what we've got, and he's, he's pragmatic, he's a realist, and he's yeah. going to play a style of football which will get the most out of the assets we have. So again, when it comes to FPL, Damari Gray and... DCR with Charleston, it's, it's basically everything that's going to go through those three. Um, and uh, and Decore and Alain will just keep things very as tight as they possibly can as a two in the middle. Um, but they've got the experience and in Alain and Decore has the legs to, to just about pull that off. What happens when we start getting injuries? I don't know. We're, we're wafer thin now um, in the squad. So we'll see. But no, it's 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 been positive, and yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna knock Rafa. He's he's uh, you know. I'm I'm just trying to he's imagine right. this Swedish under nine boys team must be the most demotivated 
team, youth team of all time. <laughs> They're just trudging onto the pitch. <laughs> right, guys. Probably going to get smashed today, but just do your best. <laughs> that was pretty much. <laughs> today we're going to play 4-4-2. <laughs> excellent stuff thank you steve and last and least roberto watford yeah at home to wolves indeed what so are we this saying? is going to be an interesting one because tough, obviously tough game, going tough into one to this, call, actually massive yeah I think, I think it is a quite a 50 50 game but um wolves have been quite wasteful so far and all right defensively we've looked stubborn even if we haven't been clean sheet kings but i do think this game is going to be at vicarage road it's you know the fans always get behind them so i think i'm going to back a nearly one nil win but you know it's it's the sort of game that could swing either way um and i think daniel backman could be a decent goalie for this game and also now that i've inevitably sold him ismail asar is probably going to have an absolute wonder so you know <laughs> get on him watch out for him yeah <laughs> great stuff cool thanks guys thank you so much for joining us tonight um obviously do give all of these guys a follow on twitter so trophy fpl uh at yellow army roberto nine hollis the pro that's underscore underscore sar slash forward slash at reversi hollis nine and at everton juicer Stephen down there in the corner the happy one right Boys, thank you so much for that. We look forward to catching up with you again soon. And as always, on the FPL Juice channel, you can find all of the individual Juicer videos that will give you any any need-to-know bits throughout the week. Are we doing yeah. one this week? We're skipping this week, aren't we? So before yeah. next, before the next game next week, week, but not this week. So, yeah, we'll look forward to catching up with you all then. Cheers, guys. Thank you so much. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye. Cool. Thanks for joining us all, guys. We will see you at the next Juice Bar. Or do not forget, we are live every Tuesday night from 8pm for the FPL Juice Show. Plus, you can catch up with Jay on Friday for... Thursdays. Thursday, sorry, for the FPL Juice Roundup Show. Anything you want to say, Jay? No. Do you want to thank anyone? I want to thank everybody that came on. <laughs> I want to thank everybody that's given me advice. And I want to thank Ash for his team. You've made me feel so much, so much better about myself. <laughs> Absolutely. So thank you. And we'll it's look forward to we'll look forward to seeing your wildcard team as yeah, well. Exactly. I'm looking forward to seeing yeah. what you end up Round doing. Up with show. That. That'll be, be cool. All right. <laughs> nice one. Cool. Thanks so much, guys. We will see you in a week's time. Take care. Yes, bye. <laughs>